Welcome everyone to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. My name is Colin and I am your host. This week's episode is with Jonathan Bogner. Jonathan is a movie producer, entrepreneur, executive, so many different titles. But there is a story that Jonathan really wanted to tell. And I'm really glad I was able to get him on this podcast to share his perspective on what happened to him. He had a lot of heart issues, to put it lightly. And I'm not going to go into the whole story in the intro, but there is so much to get out of this episode. Learning about perspective. He's had moments of questioning, being stuck like we all have. And he really hammers home having a purpose and healthy habits, getting rid of toxic people, being grateful. Just an incredible story, an incredible outlook this man has after all that he has been through. I do have to say we did talk about suicide and it was a very blunt conversation when it came to that topic. It's a sensitive subject, I know. Everyone has their own opinions on it. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. That's what I believe. I'm not going to edit anything out of that. It was part of our discussion, so I'm leaving it in there. Just wanted to give you that trigger warning before you started listening to the episode. And also, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor. Our second time having the same sponsor. That sponsor is a hidden gem. A hidden gem is a vacation rental, two bedroom. It is located in the Yacht Club area of Cape Coral. Click the link in the description for more info. This property, Hidden Gem, is just that a hidden gem. For all the Modern Day Overthinker podcast listeners who do book a stay at the Hidden Gem, let me know. Email mdoverthinker at gmail.com with your confirmation, and I will reach out to the owner and get you your cleaning fee, half of it at least, cut in half. So normally a $200 cleaning fee, and it will only cost you 100 instead. So Really grateful to have a sponsor that's new to us, and uh, if you want to get away, spend some time in Florida, perfect place to stay. That being said, we need to get into this episode because you need to listen to it. It's awesome. I really enjoyed Jonathan and letting him just share. He had so much to say. It was great. Jonathan is every podcast host's dream because I barely had to talk at all. This guy had a lot to say. And I hope you got out of it what I got out of it. Just so much, so much to take in. Without further ado, this is episode number 73 of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast with Jonathan Bogner.
to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. My name is Colin and I am your host. Today we have Jonathan Bogner. Welcome, Jonathan. I'm glad we were able to make this work. You're out in Los Angeles, correct? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Quite a bit away from where I am in Davenport, Iowa. So I appreciate you being able to join me today and be willing to share your story. And I wanted to start off by giving you an opportunity just to give a brief introduction and what we wanted to focus on today, and then we can get right into it. So um, I think what we're talking about, what what happened to me is I, um, about 16 years ago, I had a, um, I was selling my movie at Sundance and we got uh, a great offer, came back home and I had um, in the shower, I had two strokes, heart failure, and I came out of the two strokes and heart failure, not being able to speak. So as a producer, and you can't speak, it really impacts you. Oh yeah. So I had a business um, producing movies, and I could not speak, and I lost my business. And um, I, I went through, you know, uh, a place that, you know, I could hear you and I could, and, and the, the brain, the synapses in the brains were not connecting. So I just couldn't communicate my thoughts or, you know, I, I couldn't speak. So I had to go through about a year, year and a half of speech, speech therapy mm-hmm. and, and Today, most people can't really tell, but but I have moments where I stumble from words and I, you know, I kind of work around the connections in my brain. Mm-hmm. So 16 years ago, I had, um, as I said, uh, a massive, <laughs> massive two strokes, heart failure, aphasia, and then I had um, what was... Um, at, at that time, it was called a defibrillator that was in my heart. It was a cardiac defibrillator that goes right below my collarbone. Mm. And it's like a little pocket that they carve. And I that that defibrillator was able to shock my heart when my heart was not beating directly. And it and, and it feels like a taser. I mean, people like, what does it feel like? You know, they always say, you know, everyone knows like those, those, those shocks, like in airports and and schools, they shock the heart. Boom. Mm -hmm. I I had that in my heart. So I got shocked uh, about, uh, you know, uh, about, about, uh, I I, I had two defibrillators. So I got shocked about 10 times. Uh, over the course of uh, 16 years and then ultimately I got a heart transplant that and, took some time uh, what but that took some time yeah you mean the, the the getting the heart or yeah getting the getting the heart took some time you had to wait so well, was it 16 mean, years right well no no because I when I got when I get the when I had the um when, when I had the strokes uh it was I was 45 years old and and you know, I did the simple math. Um, how long will a heart last? You usually, if you're if you're in great shape 
and and you 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 do everything the doctor says um and the heart could last up to about 20 years Mm -hmm. so simple math if i'm 45 i'm gonna die about 65 so the longer i stalled the heart the better i was so i managed to put off getting the heart for 16 years and and then i got the heart and it was just like um you know it's a funny story when when i got the heart the um the i I got a text message and it was like two o'clock in the two two a.m didn't i ignored the tech message then i got a phone call i ignored that i'm like who's calling you at 2 a.m in a hospital and i i didn't put two and two together and then the nurse kind of came in and knocked uh you know came into me and like hey someone wants to talk to you it's like who's talking to me at 2 a.m and then she said, no, please take the call. Please take the call. And then uh, someone said on the other line, so um, just want to tell you, you're getting a heart today. And it's it's kind of shocking. And, yeah. and, and it, it feels so real, you know? I mean, like, you know, you were waiting for the heart. You're getting the heart. And then someone said, you got the heart. And uh, so you were like, in the hospital at this time. Yeah, I was in the hospital for 30 days, um, waiting for the heart. And, um, you know, in order to get on that list, you had to be listed to get a heart. And originally, I I was listed as uh, about two years ago, before I, you know, I I need to, to go to the hospital, I was listed needs a heart, but he's well enough to stay at home. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you're really sick but you're well enough to stay at home and you're not technically in the, in the world of getting a heart, you're not that sick category. There are certain categories. And so you had to get really sick. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, kind of like a, an interesting story about, you know, getting, getting really sick. Um, I was hooked up to four IVs that were keeping me alive. And, and there's a, there's a, organization called UNIS. It um, stands for, uh, um, uh, it's the organ epicenter with, where they allocate all, all the organs in the United States. And um, you have to prove every two weeks how sick you are. And they pull you off all your, and you know, people die. They pull you off all your IVs and they make you so sick. And I called my wife saying, like, I, I think I'm going to die. This is, you know, I'm, I'm teary eyed. It's like this is my last goodbye because yeah. they're pulling me off of my meds. Fortunately, I, I was on the meds uh, and they plugged me in again, allowed me to get back to kind of a, a flat uh, baseline. Did the did the heart operation, which was nine hours. And, um, and then you think the hard part is done, got the heart, mm-hmm. you know, everything is, you know, that's the hard part. And, and for me, interestingly enough, I got a woman's heart. So it was the same blood type mm-hmm. and it was the same size. Cause I'm not a big guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was not six 
two or there are guys that uh, in uh, in uh, they were waiting for uh, seven months. A guy who was six five, and he was over a couple, you know, like over three hundred pounds. Um, and and those hearts are not readily available. Yeah, yeah, they got to do a lot more pumping. Well, yeah, and then you know the size. So yeah, it's the, the, size. Same, the same size. So it's I got a woman's heart, and and I I, I say that in you know I was very grateful that I got the the the, the donated heart, and mm-hmm. and there are no you know I feel organ donations are overlooked. I don't know in your license uh, in your state. You know, there's a there on your license. Yep. Give, give 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 your 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 organ. I mean, there are so many people. There's a every single day. There's a hundred thousand people that need an organ. Approximately ten thousand get that organ: heart, kidneys, lungs. Major. What happens to the other ninety thousand? they 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 die they or or they get deferred but there's always an average of yeah. hundred thousand people um and so i got the heart and um i got the woman's heart and again i thought everything was great and the hard part was done but there are unique characteristics from men and women mm-hmm. and my donor had spasms in her heart and um for the last year because i've only got the heart a year i i've been in the hospital two times and it always presents like a like like a heart attack and uh the first time they really didn't know what to do and um they just sent me home more with more drugs uh, but they really didn't solve it the second time they did additional testing and they found exactly what was wrong. And then they sent me home with the correct drugs. And, um, and uh, you know, I would say every day is a challenge because you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, every day is a different challenge, but, um, you know, I just wanna make a point um, with you and, and, and your listeners that, you know, I didn't do anything dramatically. Getting a heart is pretty dramatic. But, you know, my philosophy has evolved in in how I uh, conduct myself, you know, moving forward. And, and I would say everyone in the world has so many issues that they're dealing with, whether it's it's they've got your personal life, your family life your business life, your financial life, your health life, you know, and, and something happens and in, 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 in your regard to your health and life stops in an instant. And then it's a matter of how you deal with it. Mm. And for me, my wife was such a central part of, 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 she didn't sign up, you know, um, you know, for richer or poor, she signed up hopefully it's going to be richer and richer but uh uh sire sign up for poor and poor but health-wise we didn't even consider yeah you don't really think about that we didn't think about health at all and then it turned out that it was all about the health and 
whether you are a CEO or a nurse or a doctor or a plumber or a fireman or mechanic, you have to take one step at a time. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one wants to have a doctor is panicking. No one wants to have a leader who's panicking. You, you, we don't want to have a fireman who's panicking. You want people to be in control. And the only way to be controlled is in the chaos of your life. You have to focus on the most important things that, that you need to do today. So you have a list of, in your case, you probably have you know, a list of things that you want to accomplish every day, mm -hmm. family life, personal life, business life, um, podcasting life, you know, you've got so many things going on and you have to allocate the time and you have to figure out what is the most important thing I have to do today and everything else I can do. You know, it doesn't, I mean, you, you want to do everything, but you have to figure out what is the most important thing you have to do today. And that's almost like triage. Mm -hmm. You have to conduct your life like triage and it's prioritize things. And you just don't want to have like paralysis. Oh, I, 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 I I'm depressed. I, I, I can't move forward. You know, I feel depressing to being depressed. I know what it's like to be, um, unhappy i know what it's like to be um immobilized but but you have to like take things one step at a time and i feel like um it's 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 mental it's physical and you have to create purpose in your life and the way to create purpose in your life is what do I need? What is what is the what is the thing that I want to do for you know today? What can I do for the next six months or a year? And create purpose for your life. And 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 purpose makes helps you deal with being depressed. And you have to also be physically active. And 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 there's a show on Netflix. Uh, uh, called the um, Blue Zone. And all these cultures, all these citizens of the world, mm -hmm. there's one thing that they all share in common. They have to have a purpose in their life, whether it's goat herding or going to the office and, and making decisions, or it's, it's, it's getting active in your life you have to walk you have to physically do things and i know it's hard for people who are thinking like oh my god i just i just can't out of i can't get out of bed but mm -hmm. the fact is you're thinking you now know should i get out of bed that's a decision so you have to take things one and, and it's so simple but it's so complicated one yeah. step at a time and you have to be mentally aware of what's going on and you have to kind of work with the people in your family and your caregiver or your wife or 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 or, or people that care about you even sometimes if you don't care about yourself 
-hmm. there's something worthwhile that they see and you don't see but you have to manifest it that like what do they see in me that i don't see in me yeah that's good that's good perspective to look at because yeah because i've i've been at that point where it's like what am i what am i doing what am i living for and then i remember all the people that care about me i'm like oh i have to switch gears i'm going down a dark path thinking this way so i think i think going down a dark path and 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 you know uh you know it, it's it's inevitable that people have you know people have joy mm-hmm. and they have sadness and it's also about maintaining the equilibrium of when you're sad you're happy try to find a, a balance and you have to look at like what do the people think you know what is your mom and dad what are your brothers and siblings what do your work make think they actually see value in you so you mm-hmm. should see value and you see value in other people so you have to kind of um be be intuitive about uh your own life and and create a a, a purpose that you will get up in the morning and you're gonna do one thing today and a, a, you know the next day you could do two things or the next day you can do three things mm-hmm. so did you kind of have to obviously you had to build back like when when you get a new heart obviously it doesn't you don't just walk out of the hospital you're like yeah i'm ready to go it doesn't work that way so you had to slowly develop a kind of a an adaptive lifestyle and slowly get back into you know becoming yourself not for lack of a better way way to put it becoming yourself again and living your life the way you want to live it you know and and again every day is a different day and mm-hmm. i feel like every day you have a, a an opportunity to do it over so what you said to your significant other your friends your family you can restart the clock you know what today is a different day whatever i said yesterday i'm going to change my mind i'm going to i'm going to redo everything i can start again fresh so what we're saying is that um because you're depressed or you have stress you have to kind of figure out what works for you and if you've got toxic people in your life and everyone has toxic people mm-hmm. in their lives. You have to kind of figure out they're not good for me. They're not good for me. And and is it when when we you you know you travel? We always know there's the oxygen mask. You mm-hmm. know you can't look at your kids. You can't look at your the person next to you. You have to take care control of yourself. Pull that mask. Breathe, and then you can help people. If you can't breathe, you can't help anyone, right? You're out of breath. So you have to kind of use that methodology to like, if you've got toxic people in your life, you have to figure out, and and they could be relatives. They could be your spouse. They could be your sisters. And and they're, if they're 
contributing your to your depression, if they're contributing to your downfall, those people are not good for you. Mm-hmm. Those people you have to remove. And it's very, it's very easy to say, and it's very hard to do. So try to get rid of the toxic people in your life. And, and, and what I try to do in my life is try to, I mean, listen, everyone breaks the habit of being super healthy and, and I, and, you know, but, but you have to know what's good for you and what's bad for you. Everyone knows they like fried food. I did a movie and the guy was like eating fried chicken and, you know, he said, everything goes better if it's fried, you know, I get it. I, I, I love fried food, but you know, there's a, there's a limit because it affects everything about your body. So a little bit of fried food, a little bit of butter, but then also you have to be very, you know, as we age, we have to be responsible for ourselves first and 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 the rest of the people in our in our lives so you have to worry you have to kind of do it over every day you have a chance and find purpose in your life what what, what is purposeful in your life and you have to get physically active i walk ten thousand steps a day i work out every day it's not i occasionally work out I work out every single day. If I just do one thing, it's enough. You know, you mm-hmm. know, people set themselves up for failure. If you don't, if you if if you set yourself up for failure, you will guarantee you will fail. If you set yourself up to do one thing, I'm gonna walk around my block. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's that's a that's a doable, attainable thing. Walk around your block. The, oh, cool. the, the benefits outweigh any negatives. So walk around my block. I did something great today. And reward yourself. Don't, don't, don't like walk around your block and then get ice cream. But you know, if 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 there's something that you'll want to do or you know, reward yourself. I, I also believe in 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 a reward system. You know, you can't just walk up the mountain and then at the end of you know hiking up mount everest you know what do you get you get you could get psychic rewards even if you have one of those watches today everyone has a lot of these you know uh, digital watches there is a built-in reward and it's a they're not offering you a membership or it's like uh, uh, um, um, the, those like, uh, uh, what are they called? Like uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. They're, they're not offering you a million dollars. On your watch says, good job. That's all people need. Just good job. And, and your watch does that really effectively. So, you know, those are the things that psychic rewards, just getting praise what you do mm-hmm. and 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 i have never you know i i had i've had moments of being depressed i've had moments of you know what am i doing here you know 
I've had moments where I'm 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 waiting that all these drugs are not working. I'm in so much pain. I'm in and 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 no one is hearing me. But yeah, you know you stuck. You're stuck, but it doesn't last. No, they never do. The, the kind of the, the thing that, that, that I'm focusing on, you can't be a victim of your circumstances. Mm-hmm. You have to be a patient. You have to exercise patience and you're a patient of circumstances, meaning that being patient, it's a net, it's a new day tomorrow. You know, I mean, like, you know, you know, we know like, you know, uh, and, and, you know, you can calendar, calendar things. It's like, Hey, I'm gonna, you know, my, it's my birthday, uh, uh, in, in a month. Okay. So, you know, what do I want for my birthday? Uh, it's Christmas. It's, it's Halloween. You know, there, you know, you know, give yourself joy, the right to enjoy things. Yeah. Not living in the moment. Yourself, you know, there life has to be moments of joy moments of depression moments of excitement it's the whole you know panoply of of emotions that's what makes people human yeah it makes you yeah it makes you feel like i mean you can't really experience joy unless you can experience sadness it's like a it's like a yin and yang type of thing you're totally right. You cannot experience joy if you've never experienced sadness, depression. Um, but 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 also, you know, you know, give yourself, you know, certain people in 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 most people's lives, they don't experience, they always experience like, oh, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm not doing well, uh, you know, you know. The sky is falling. Okay. The sky will be up. You know, you look at the sky, whether the, we don't know what the, the, the weather's like, but there's still going to be a sky. Yeah. Okay. And it will be okay tomorrow. And if it's not okay tomorrow, in a couple days, it'll be okay. So you, 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 you want to fight the the negativity that people have in their lives and 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 go to your job and go to your job and even if you're depressed do it anyway yeah do it anyway but there's moments where people you have the right to have some joy mm-hmm. in your life yeah, and I I struggle with that myself like if I'm not doing things the way I want to do them or I didn't succeed the way I wanted to succeed and then I didn't win and I didn't deserve it, things like that. I have a lot of that going on in my head all the time. So mm-hmm. I have to change my perspective and remember, yeah, when I have those dark days that all oh, this doesn't last forever, I got to keep going. Yeah, it's it is literally the only way I've gotten through certain days is like, oh, I know this isn't going to last forever. Like, I know I'm going to have a better day, whether it's tomorrow or in a couple of days or maybe later today. It could be better. You have to, 
exercise patience, you know, and, and optimism, it, as you talked about earlier, we talked about that before we started recording. Yeah, you have to be optimistic. And you know what? Everyone has money problems. And 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 it's the lack of money. It's I don't have enough money to do this. I don't have to, enough money to do this. You know, whatever your your monetary or monetary um, threshold is. You never have enough, but yeah. there is a point if you budget and you can see where you're spending your money and then you could, see, you know, deferred gratification. People want it now. Yep. They want it immediately because they want to immediate gratification. I'm talking about deferred gratification. And the only way you can have deferred gratification is, you know, you want something, you want something, you want something, save, save, save. And don't buy, you know, don't, don't, don't just do something and, and, and buy, um, you know, I, 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 as an example, you know, people buy crap. Yeah. You, you, so your closet or your house is full of crap, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe you should, you know, budget your life, budget your emotions, budget your 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 hopes and fears, and 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 defer certain things and buy quality versus a lot of crap. Yeah. So crap is everywhere in our lives. So you have to kind of like figure out what you really want and and budget and you know defer things when you can afford it. So money money is everywhere religious everyone is some form of religion so it doesn't matter um, what your religion is. That's a meaningful place to get support. That's a meaningful place to get um, shared enjoyment. You know, you, you can go to your spiritual leader. You could go try to get rid of the toxic people in your life mm -hmm. and manage the stress manage your own self-imposed stress most people are you know i need you to do this and 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 most people will say i needed you to do this today i need you to do this this week i don't need it and or i needed you to do it now okay yeah. so this is the most important thing do exactly what your boss or the person that needs it now and then and then have the courage to say you know i did exactly what you wanted me to do and did you use it mm -hmm. did you use what i dropped everything for or you're not prioritizing things in a way that i can react to because everything is a reaction to your impulsiveness let's 
figure out a way that we can work together and communicate and what is the priority and what can we wait on? So, you know, I mean, you know, life is actually simpler than most people think and they overcomplicate things. Oh yeah. I know all about that. Yeah. You know, it's what you put in and goes out. It's your, it's your inputs. Your inputs are what, what are you eating? And mm. what, what is, what you know, you know, do, do you really need that extra shake? I love McDonald's chocolate shakes, but do I, do I need it every single day? No. no. You know, I mean, you, you know, that's where there is an emotional uh, feeling like if I don't do this, which I can afford and, and, you know, get the word satiated, I get so much food in me, then, then I can't, uh, I can't um, work. Um, in a food coma. You, you, you what? Food coma. Food coma. Yeah. You have to kind of, work your food coma food coma out you have to exercise you have to de it's so easy to say de-stress your life but you know i mean all these things these buzz buzzwords are out um but you have to also have hope yeah hope is so important you know if you don't have anything that that you want to hope for and you're just wallowing in your depression how do you reach bottom how do you reach bottom whether it's 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 you know you're suffering from addiction whether you're suffering from um you know parental abuse um you know I, I, I'm just telling you, I think life is much more simpler, simpler than than people like make it so complicated. Mm-hmm. And so many distractions too. Well, again, it's 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 what are your priorities? Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, if we're if we're discussing your priorities, your priorities are first of all, are you are you are you able to like get up in the morning? That's, that's a priority, right? Yep. If I can't get up in the morning, there's a problem. You know, life happens in an instant. So what can I do to make sure I get up in the morning? Okay. And then, and then, you know, what are the most immediate things that you need to do? If it's your kids, if it's your husband or your wife or your caregiver, I mean, people just don't understand how when you get sick, and you and you you lose all hope you know there are your care people that care about you what do they care about you because you're related to them there has to be some underlying thing that they care mm-hmm. about you that you don't even see in yourself yeah so what do they care about you and then you know ultimately you have your team friends family workers um caregivers and ultimately 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 we all go to bed alone and ultimately ultimately we go into that operation you know you've got your team 
you got your caregivers, mm-hmm. but you get you you go into that operating room alone yeah. and naked alone and you're just hoping you're going to come out of that uh on the other side mm-hmm. yeah because if you don't come out on the other side you're dead yeah so i don't know i don't know if that's uh, i mean that, that's kind of like my philosophy you know what, what i suffer you know when i was suffering from ptsd i mean you know because i was getting shocked you know as i said 10 times um, I mean, when you get shocked to your, you know, there is an electrical cord that goes to your heart. And, wow. and, and boom, it shocks you. And I passed out every time I got shocked. I got, I passed out. So, I mean, like, you know, it could be worse, you know, my, my, yeah. my, you know, my, my, life of experience is you know what whatever you tell me how bad it for you is what wh- how bad it was for you it could be worse for me it could be better for me but you know there's someone else that has it worse yeah i grew up hearing that my dad that's one of my dad's favorite sayings that he would reinforce with me and my brother and sister was like somebody out there always has it worse than you no matter what so yeah that perspective is very important yeah i mean that i mean it is it is important so so what your dad is trying to say to you is in a weird way the converse is of it could be worse think about the things that you should looking looking at the positive side of your life the things that you should be grateful for meaning you you know so you know homeless people could be worse i mean i i don't know i mean you know you're you're every everyone it could be worse for anyone and just think you know we should be grateful of of the things that we have uh, today gratitude is very important a lot of things that you talked about was very the things that i kept thinking about was I'm in recovery. I'm a recovering addict and I go to recovery meetings and the way we have to change our perspective on things in order to stay clean is huge. And talking about optimism, gratitude, we hear, I hear gratitude so much mm-hmm. that it got annoying at first when I was new. I was like, gratitude again. Oh. But now I'm like, okay, I realize how important it is. And I also realize how important, like just the small things in life are rather than all that stuff you were talking about, like just, you know, that instant gratification. Cause that's why I used substances because I could instantly change how I felt. And I was obviously doing that for a reason and running away from my problems instead of facing them head on. And, you know, it's not an easy road to take but at the end of the road and most of the road that I uh, passed the couple first couple of years where I really had to work on myself it's been so much better than my life was before it's not even close well I mean I I, I didn't know that about you yeah um, so fun fact <laughs> yeah no I'm glad you 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 told me but you know I think what you and I both share is a sense of humor 
you know? Yes. If you, and I always tell my friends, my sense of humor is like a gallows sense of humor, meaning, you know, I'm, 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 I'm looking at the light side of being of despair, right? You know, like, like, you know, and everyone says, oh, it could be worse, but it's like, how much worse? I mean, like, give me, give me some reference because I don't think getting a heart is going to be, uh, 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 you know, a, a short term solution. Like uh, this is pretty long-term, like, uh, you know, there, there's lots of risks, but it's like, you know, Hey, I got the heart. This other guy was in the, um, waiting for a heart. He was six, five, six, seven, uh, over a couple hundred thousand, a couple hundred pounds. And it's like, he was waiting for his heart for seven months. I got yeah. my heart in a month. You know, how lucky, how lucky am I? Yeah, because there's people on that list for even longer than seven months, I would imagine. Well, well, in the hospital. Oh, in the hospital. No, they're, they're, they're in the hospital. For that long. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a sense of humor, you know, whatever, you know, carries a, a sense of irony, humor. Um, and, and, and you have to like, look at life. I mean, life is like, oh, and you know, all these cliches, is it half full? Is it half empty? You know, sometimes it's like, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you know, depending on my mood today, it's positive. I'm, I'm, it's, it's full. Sometimes it's negative. It's, oh, I think the glass is, uh, uh um half empty it's like you know every day where you and i are talking to each other over a podcast it's your view or your vantage point versus my vantage point my pov uh, a point of perspective of what am i looking at the, the glass is full, the glass is empty. So, you know, every day it's a different glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a completely different glass or. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's for me also the next point in your life, life is a constant evolution from being, you know, from, from birth to death. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in those years, you know, you could catalog them, you know, every 10 years, life changes. And, and, you know, I'm, I, I want to give back. That's me right now. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just a big taker before. I just wanted everything for me, me, me. And now it's like, I, I experienced that. Yeah. You know? As, as a producer, mm-hmm. as a reality producer, and, and um, you know, spoiler alert, most of these reality shows are set up. It's not like actual yeah. events happening and, you know, because there's a camera crew following you. It's like, okay, let's do that one more time. Yeah. So the spontaneity, being spontaneous, doesn't really, you know... What what is spont being spontaneous? It's like those moments of your life where like 
there's pure joy or pure misery. Wow. Yeah. That, what I could think about, like, was uh, when you said the reality TV, is there any reality TV that's actually reality TV anymore? Like, is it all just a complete, like, kind of, oh, we need to redo that? Well, or... I mean, I, I, I think what, what reality you and me, mm -hmm. you're talking to me and I'm talking to you, that's real, right? Yeah. I, I, we're not, we're not redoing this. Okay, stop. No. I, I, I need, I need a different angle. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think all those TikTok videos, uh, a lot of those Instagrams videos, yeah, they're kind of like redo. But but there's moments in time where you've got a camera and you're filming something and that's real. Yeah, that's happening. That's happening. So, you know, probably most people, um, the, the reality or the simpleness of life is that is it's not that interesting. So you have to make it exciting. And the only way to make it exciting is you have to have stakes and the stakes, you know, what, what's at risk? You know, you know, your health is at risk and, and you don't know when you wake up tomorrow, if you walk out the door, what you're going to see or what happens to you mm -hmm. or your family or your loved ones or your friends. So you, you, you have your own network of people mm -hmm. and, 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 and you all have your own network of gossip everyone in the world oh yeah gossip and and you know it's almost like you know could you believe the gossip or do you or or you disbelieve the gossip there's always an element yeah always <laughs> you know but you know going back to my kind of my evolu evolution of a philosophy everyone gets depressed i you know i mean you know no one in the world gets allowed alive okay so everyone gets depressed yeah. you have to allow yourself to have joy have joy in your life okay simple things you know because it's like if i look at what happened to me from getting a virus that i couldn't speak i had two strokes heart failure uh getting a defibrillator implanted in my chest suffering from ptsd having pulmonary edema. Uh, I, I had what's my heart function. The pumping was 9%. An average person, their heart function is 50%. I was 9%. I mean, you know, I'm having heart spasms. Uh, part of the drugs that I'm on, anti-immunosuppressant, uh, um, uh, are affecting my eyes. So, uh, I now I'm diabetic. I have migraine headaches and part of the drugs that I'm on also cause neuropathy. So I can't kind of feel my hands and legs. Then I had my thyroid removed. And when I went into the hospital before my, my, I, I had a gallbladder, I went into to the hospital with a gallbladder. I'd like to leave with a gallbladder. They removed my gallbladder because they thought it was dangerous. 
Now I have a, a, a risk of cancer because I've, I've, uh, the meds I'm on cause cancer. I'm always dizzy, you know, constant diarrhea. You know, I'm uh, the, the the donor had a drug uh, had a had kind of a, a condition called CMB, and I'm negative, but the world fifty percent of the world has it. I don't have it. I'm in that fifty percent that doesn't have it. They're just trying to figure out that if I get it, what is the what? How do I react? Hopefully, I, I want to be negative. And now, um, the recent uh, angiogram to check my heart, they had what's called fistulars, meaning like openings in my heart. We don't know where that came from. And 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 you know, when when I had the defib, they left artifacts, which is euphemist. Artifacts is the nice word, but it was electrical cords in my heart. And then I had my parathyroid removed. And right now I've got these floaters in my eyes. So it's like, I'm talking to you. I'm yeah. having a good time. So yeah. I can complain all I want. Yeah. Plenty to complain about. There's plenty to complain yeah. about. And you know what? There's another person who's got worse complaints. Yep. Exactly. Because, you know, but it's yeah. mental. It's mental. It's it's being you know keeping your wits about your yourself, your 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 support system, um, and I mean if you're alone in the world, you know what? There is help out there. You could just pick up the phone and someone will come. There's 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 organizations that they will help you. So you you could deal with your mental issues, your physical issues. You know you just have to get up. You just get up, up off your ass and move, okay? And then create some purpose in your life. Get a pet. Get yeah. a pet. And I think pets are great because they keep you moving, you know? Unless you want your pet to poop or pee all over your house. Some people don't do that. But, you know, assuming you get up, yeah, have a pet, and 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 you know what? talk to people you 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 the kindness of strangers i'm more i'm like tearing up you don't know have you met your neighbors have you met your 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 people you know in your neighborhood just mm -hmm. chat just say something inane stupid but the kindness yeah. of strangers will surprise you mm -hmm. that's true yeah just saying and, hi or waving or and and clearly most people are like I'm not a joiner. I don't like to, I don't want to socialize with my friends or this. It's like, well, then you're going to die of being alone. 40% yeah. of Americans dying of being alone. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you want to die alone, that's up to you. Yeah. If you want to, you know, play cards, do any and and you have to also find a routine. You know, there is. You know, hey, you, you know, your parents is like, oh, you've got a routine. It's like, well, routines are good, mm -hmm. you know? So, so you get up in the morning, you do this, you know, if you're on a farm, you know, I mean, you, 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 you have chores to do that gives you purpose. Yeah. That probably explains why a lot of people are afraid to retire or when they retire, people quickly pass away like within a couple of years because they don't have that routine anymore you never need to retire 
You never need to retire. That is a horrible world. Retire. It's just change jobs. Yeah. Just find something that's more up your speed. Yeah. You know what? You're just changing jobs. Went into an office for 30 years. You know what? Got social security. You know what? I'm just, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to the Y, the, the y and I'm meeting people, I'm swimming, I'm whatever you're going to do, I'm dancing, you know, find joy of your, in your life and reward yourself. You know, you don't have to reward yourself, you know, every single day, you know, with food, but maybe that's your, that's the world likes coffee, get some coffee, yeah. get a donut, get, get something, but you know, you know, as long as you're taking you know, as long as you're, you're, you know, the input and the output, as long as you're, you know, staying, treading water, there's not, there's no shame in treading water. So you're not putting, you know, you're, you're just in the water, you're not moving, but you're just there. That's also okay. Yeah. You know, better than drowning or better than swimming, just treading water. And everyone has some form of religion you know you know there there's there's more help than you think mm-hmm. and you know what money you know i mean everyone worries about money even if you're yeah. you know even if you're super wealthy and rich you're worried about money it's the absence of money to worry about if you have no money that's a problem yeah that's a problem and you know what you've got social security i don't know your age but, you know, I mean, and you know what? Ultimately, everything hurts. Waiting up, waking up in the morning as a kid, as an adult, uh, uh, a middle-aged person, uh, uh, everything hurts. Life hurts. Yeah. Physically and mentally, it all hurts, you know? And then you just have to have some hope in life, you know? And you, every day is a new day to, 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 to do it over. And you take one step at a time, triage your life one step at a time and, you know, manage the depression, you know, be optimistic. You know, I just, I, I, I have a hard time of being a depressed person all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, give yourself some joy and, and, and manage the stress, you know, the anxiety of your life. It's like, you're, you know, a friend of mine was like his dad is like, you know, in his 80s and he, you know, his, 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 he wakes up, the father wakes up anxious. What about my son? What about my other son? What about my wife? What about my, my friends? It's like the guy is riddled with stress and it's like he needs to find another job and give himself some purpose because. Yeah, it doesn't. When you, and when you say job, you don't mean actual job like work just a something to do something to keep yourself something to do depending on your life like you know you're you're right now you're working i don't know about your family life but you're you you've got a job Mm -hmm. you've got uh, responsibilities you've got um um yeah there's a job and then but but you have to give purpose whether and i'm i'm at the kind of like i don't know um, I'm I'm 60-ish, so it's like yeah, I'm I'm trying to p- find purpose in my life, and so you have to understand those. A job could really could could I'm using job as a metaphor 
for all the other things that you know you need to do. Get Hobby, whatever. Those, yeah. Yeah, but get rid of those Passion. toxic people in your life. And you know what? Face it, everyone dies. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I right now I'm being, you know, hey, I'm probably I'm being like, hey, everyone dies. But you know, I don't know right now. I'm not dying, but you know, I don't know how I'm gonna feel. Um, but you know, sometimes, you know, die gracefully or die, you know, uh, you just don't wanna Miserably. you don't want you don't wanna do you don't wanna die in a way that causes injuries to all the people that you love. Because mm. I because I know um, a neighbor of mine um, two weeks ago uh, went to uh, a hotel, jumped off the uh, 40th floor, died. And and he, yeah, he had Parkinson's. He was not doing well. Mm. But, you know, the, the, the damage he did to his wife and his yeah. kids, uh, you know, that's selfish. That is selfish. Um, and treat yourself well, you know, you know, just, just like be kind to yourself. Yeah. The impact. Yeah. The impacts of suicide. I've dealt with it. It's, it's scary. Um, the ripple effect that it causes is it's, it's selfish. Indescribable. Yeah. It is very selfish. You know, I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you want to go out and commit suicide, the ripple as you the ripple effect is devastating to everyone around you and sometimes they never recover and maybe that's what you wanted maybe that's exactly what you wanted but if you care you really and and you think through it that's not that's not what you want them to remember you by Mm -mm. and every every, yeah you have to you have to work through it and think through it because otherwise when you're in that state, because I've been in that state before, it just it tricks you into thinking it's never it's never going to get better. This is the best solution. You get tricked, but if one, the more you think about it, you're like, "Oh, this isn't permanent." Yeah, I always heard with suicide, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I've heard that cliche a million times. I like that cliche. Yeah, it's a good one because. It's true, and I've seen it, and it's um, it's very um, yeah, it's very tough for me to even even talk about it, think about because I it it affected my family. My uncle, my uncle committed suicide when I was it's got to be over fifteen years ago now, and still like I know it still affects my mom. Like they were really close, and I'll never forget how that impacted her i can still remember the day that she heard it and mm-hmm. yeah there's just a lot of trauma behind it that affects so many different people and you know his sons and everything and at the same time it's like i still had to forgive him i mean i'm not going to be mad at him the rest of my life either because that's not something i want to carry mm-hmm. and I got to understand. You got to have empathy too at the same time. And but it's a very comp that one's a very com- it's a very complicated situation. But yeah, about your neighbor, that's just it's like yeah, cuz that's kind of how like what happened with Robin Williams, he was sick. Yeah. And I think he, he had Parkinson's too. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of 
when he said Parkinson's, I was like Robin Williams because mm. even though I never knew him, obviously, but I was a huge fan of his. I remember that day too. He's also bipolar. He had, you know, he's yeah, he's got some issues, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. it is really selfish. It's a very selfish solution, you know, and 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 just going kind of like, you know, every day you have a chance to do it over. Mm-hmm. That's the unique thing. You know, it's almost like dogs. They have no memory of the past. They have no memory of the future. They're just in the present. Yep. Live in the present. And it's so simple and so obvious, but people don't do it. I've envied dogs before for that very reason. What? I've envied dogs for that very reason before. I'd be like, man, how cool yeah. would it be just to live in a dog's life for a day? Yeah. Well, especially if, good, if they've got good owners. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, again, easy to say, hard to employ, but, you know, don't be a victim of circumstances. Woe is me. The sky is falling. These things are temporary. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Because time, in a weird, weird way, yes, I'm not, call, I'm not talking about people who are chronically ill and they ultimately will die. Uh, and, and they're in so much pain. But If if you if you weather the storm and have patience, you will see a better tomorrow. And 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 just be try to be optimistic mm-hmm. in the in the in the in in the midst of depression. You know what what do you have, as you said, what do you have to be grateful for? And I mean, a lot. When when I'm thinking about me personally, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to you don't want to be that person who committed suicide and didn't. You know, everyone thinks the first thing he committed suicide. I mean, that's the first thing that everyone says. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to. That's that's your uh, uh, starting point. Yeah. So I really enjoyed our our conversation. I, I I hope some of your your audience got something out of it. Um, I I, I think really... that I did. I mean, I changed. Uh, you know, I I've had one of those weird days where I've been in my head a lot. So hearing your story really helped helped me as well. So I think there's a lot of people that can relate to it, and that'll be able to put a good better perspective on things. Because I assume before you went through everything you said you were more of a taker you said yeah and your perspective was not completely different but a little bit different at least obviously you know before you went through everything you did with the heart with all your heart situation um so how would you say like if you had to this is kind of a weird question but if you had to like go back and talk to that to that guy what would you what would you tell him well, I mean, like, I always say that, like, what would the 20-year-old say to the 60-year-old? Yeah, you know, I would just say, be patient, you yeah. know? You know? Just, just, 
it sounded like you were really, I mean, obviously being a producer and doing things, you were just always living that life on living that life on the go, trying to get that next deal and yeah, get things done. And now you're more like, Hey, let's, let's enjoy these moments, you know? And you kind of have that perspective now. Is that kind of on the ball? No, I think that's not on the ball. That is the perspective. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's being a little, you know, trying to keep the kid in me forever, but tried to be mature enough to say, you know, um, the, the anxiety and the stress that you put yourself under the only person that you can control is you Mm -hmm. can't control your wife your 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 parents you can't control kids only person you control is you and you can tell people what to do you can suggest what they should do most people yell and 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 if you're yelling you're not listening no if you're yelling you're convincing yourself you're right but there is another point of view of what that other person is experiencing and i need to understand that for me personally you know i mean i always felt like i am very righteous you know i know the right thing to do it's like you're doing the wrong thing it's like who me who am i to say yeah what 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 you're doing is right or wrong you know i mean i'm not the right person to tell you you know i mean i'm not you know, there's this uh, uh, the kind of like, you know, I'm not your God. I'm not telling mm-hmm. you what to do or what not to do. So I'm just telling you what I would do in my perspective. Mm-hmm. And and if, if everyone has their own perspective and it's 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 very, very hard and challenging to understand other people's perspective. Um, and you look at people in their in their own skin, whether you're, you know, what motivated someone to kill someone? What motivated someone to rob someone? What motivated someone to defraud an elderly person? You know, you know, yeah, what was, what was going on in their, what was their, what was going on in their life? They, 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 you know, most people, you know, have these, you know, assuming assuming you know right from wrong that's Mm. that's a that's an assumption we all make you know people don't always know right from wrong and and you know i grew up in a family you know dysfunctional family granted dysfunctional family Mm. but but uh i i knew my view of what right for wrong and and i didn't grow up with a with a criminal past and i didn't grow up in certain circumstances i always had a roof over my head mm-hmm. and 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 some food and you know and and you know i went to college and 
got educated, but I mean, like, you know, I mean, I, I, I had things that I took for granted, but not everyone has those things. Mm -hmm. Some people have more, some people have less, you know, but, uh, you know, but, um, you know, I, I can't judge people because I don't know what went through their head. Yeah. You know, I, all I can do is judge people by kind of, I'm not even society standards, but you know what, what, what the law says you should do and what the law said you can't do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, know, you just can't pull a gun on someone and rob them. It's like, that's, that's, that's illegal, you know? Yeah. But it happens all the time. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, you're obviously, I mean, I shouldn't assume, but you're in a better, better part of, uh, LA, but there's obviously pockets of LA so big. There's just probably pot. There's pockets where it's like, oh, you shouldn't go there. Hey, so I live in Beverly Hills. There's okay. 30,000 people that live in Beverly Hills. Okay. I'm privileged. I'm, I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I would be living in Beverly Hills uh, if I didn't buy my house 30 years ago. I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of like unaffordable. Yeah. But but yeah, I'm I'm lucky. Um, and, and you know, the police respond, you know, within three minutes, the paramedics respond in three minutes. So I'm not I'm, you know. I'm privileged. Um, you know, but health wise, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm lucky in health wise, you know, I've, I've got so many health issues, but I have to like, you know, wake up in the morning and, and, um, create, I mean, I'm still creating reality shows, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and create things that I want to manifest, but I, I, I'm unlucky in health, but I'm fortunate that, um, in other ways. And, you know, uh, 50 years ago, um, you know, with, without the event of what's called a auto, you know, uh, implantable cardio, defibrillator in my chest um i would be dead mm, yeah the technology didn't exist exactly and then heart transplants you know 50 years ago or even you know you know the the life expectancy you know has now gone with heart transplants it's probably about 90 percent people survive and as far so, as how long you can survive on a new heart probably has gone way up too right i mean i did not get a young heart, <laughs> which I found out uh, like a week ago. You don't like, get all the stats. Well, they kind of like, you know, all you know, it was a woman's heart. Okay. And then you have an opportunity to send them uh, a letter to the family as a, mm-hmm. you know, um, thank you or or don't. So I chose to send them a letter thanking the family for donating their their, uh, uh, 
the heart from uh, their loved one uh, to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if the woman, I have no, no idea, but, but, you know, I, I recently found out the woman was 59, which I was surprised, but, you know, everyone wants like a young heart, you right. know, young, a young heart from a guy that like, or woman that, you know, was healthy and had a fatality or, or, a, or a, uh, you know, uh, car crash, but, but the heart survived. So, you know, I mean, but I don't, I don't know about, you know, I don't know that. So my, my story, it's a 59 year old woman. I don't know anything about her. You don't know much else about her, but I thank the family. Mm -hmm. Did they ever respond to that or there's, there's, no, they did not respond. But I mean, it, you know, they could respond. I mean, how, what's the response? I mean, it, that you got to think of it that way. Like, how do you respond to that kind of thing anyway? Like at the same time, because yeah, they're probably it's grieving. Almost like, it's almost like after a year, they gave the heart, and then you got this letter from the stranger. Yeah, saying thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was, I had mixed emotions um to to send that letter um so originally it was like oh my god she gave me life and it was after a month it's like fantastic this is yeah. so great and then i experienced all the dormant issues that she complications yeah complications that were very present in my when you donate the heart i don't know if this woman had spasms but you know um maybe it's dormant or maybe when they trans you know, when they gave me the heart, it manifested or became mm -hmm. apparent. So I don't know for sure. You know, uh, they gave me the heart. Uh, and and yeah, I, I had mixed emotions about sending that letter, but it was something I wanted to do, but I waited. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, and ultimately it was her decision to give you the heart. Because you're so you're writing a letter to her family, which you know they didn't make that decision, right? Isn't that no? I, mean, I think you're wrong. I think the family made those. Decisions. The family makes the decision. Yeah, she died. Okay, I didn't know. Like it was. Well, I mean, I don't know if she had um on the uh, like if she said life. she would be an organ donor. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe she had that, but but ultimately they have to get permission. Oh, and okay. Either, no, but you're right. So I I. Maybe she was not an or organ donor. And they, they asked had the family permission because if you were, if you were just on the license said you're an or organ donor, it's automatic. It's automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly they had to get permission from the family. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Ultimately, I think writing that letter was probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time today. I got to wrap things up just because uh, I got to get to a I got to get to a gig actually in an hour. So, I what do you are you what do you do? Are doing you... comedy, stand up. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I'm an open I'm an opening act, so uh, I got to do three to five minutes, but I got to make sure I'm on my toes because uh, there's some people from out of town that are performing. Nothing, no like huge names or anything, but they're they got some decent buzz. Wow. And uh, it's a good opportunity. That's... I think I think being stand being uh, I don't know how 
what you do. You tell stories or you have jokes. Yeah, mine's more jokes, perspective, um, okay. observational. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm an observational person. Yeah. The, you know, the craziness of like life. It's like. Oh, yeah. Just there's so many weird things going on. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing your your a uh, little bit about you and, and your um, uh, issues um, and being uh, uh, an addict. What, what type of drug? What, what was your choice? of? I don't like to say it on here just because oh, okay. record it. Okay. Um, and okay. uh, in case my employer listens. No, no, uh, no, no. There was multiple, but uh, okay. it was just one of the. I was just a bar rat partier, like, uh, you know, wanted to stay up till live a rock star lifestyle without being a rock star, basically. Yeah. 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 I had a lot of people that worked for me that, that had that uh, lifestyle and ultimately uh, some, some died and some got rehabilitated and some, you know, grew out of it. So I'm glad that, uh, you know, um, you grew out of it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't really look back anymore because it's so like night and day difference of what could happen if I went back. I already know, and you know, being in recovery, people relapse. It's it's a part of it. Some people, it's a part of their story, and uh, hasn't happened to me. And and uh, other people have done that research for me, and I'm just like, okay, that. And then I, some of them come back, and they're like. Yeah, it's still terrible out there. I'm like, thanks for telling me and letting me know. No, no, I think I think um, clearly you're not alone, and clearly no. uh, millions of people have have had. Um, um, I feel like most people have some form of addiction, uh, oh, whether yeah. they know, whether they know it or not. Um, you could say, you know, people watch TV incessantly. Mm-hmm. Are, are you a, a TV addict? I mean, I don't know, yeah. but I'm saying everyone has some addiction. Um, and um, so I'm glad that you managed it. And um, again, well, our show, what we're talking about, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a solution for me. It was a heart uh, and, and, and managing a new life. And and this is my philosophy. Uh, doesn't mean it's right for everyone, but I feel like you know, you know, health, food, um, having a support system, um, having some form of 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 um, um, you know, uh, purpose in your life, whether it's your job, it's family, you know you know, whether it's hurting goats or whatever, you know, I mean, you have to wake up in the morning and have something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to do. I want to talk to you guys and, you know, get more podcasts and, 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 and develop myself as a speaker. You know, I feel like I've got a good message uh, to tell people like, you know, when you're, when you're really down um, and, you, know, you feel no like problem. almost it's a disservice if you're not sharing that message. Like, yeah, yeah that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like, that's why I share that because not everybody wants to admit that they're an addict, but I share that because somebody out there is going to be, oh, he's openly saying that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm letting people know that they're not alone. 
yeah and if you've got some any more podcasts that you could recommend me to i don't you know it doesn't matter how big or small it's just uh, for me it's just taught telling my story yeah i uh definitely have a couple so okay. i will reach out and um yeah i gotta get things wrapped up but again thank you yeah. so much jonathan yeah. and for sharing so openly Clearly, we, we we covered a lot of bases, yeah. so hopefully we can weave something uh, 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 concrete uh, out of this discussion, free-flowing discussion, but I appreciate your time. I really place what you, uh, uh, thank you for inviting me on your show, Colin. I really appreciate that. Absolutely.